0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: How are you doing, wrestling fans? This is wrestling historian John Arezzi, and I want you to listen and watch Stu's Wrestling Podcast every time
0: it's on. You'll learn a lot, and he's got some really intriguing guests that come on week after week. So, Stu, this is for you. Great job,
1: my friend. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast it's time, your host, Stu Palmer! We are back. It's episode 125 of SWP, Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And my guest today is all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. It's AEW's Blately, and he's also known as Shoot Taylor on the U.S. Independence. Shoot, had a great amateur wrestling background before coming into pro wrestling. He was trained initially by Teddy Long and Heath Slater. Some fantastic stories about them too, shaping him, moulding him early on as a wrestler. He then went on to the Nightmare Factory, as we know, run by QT Marshall and Cody Rhodes, and he talks about how they trained him. Also about promos with Cody and how Cody critiqued promos of the class. A lot of great stuff that you'll find out about how these wrestlers are trained. He also talks about his match with Hook, which was on Rampage not too long ago, and he said just how good Hook is. It was great to find out, as a wrestler, from a wrestler standpoint, just what it is about Hook that makes him so good early on in his career. We even touched upon music and combat sports. Shoot is a big, big fan of certain rap artists and certain genres of music. And he's also into combat sports. I love going off the subject the wrestling. I love to find out what they do in their spare time and what they like and what their pastime and hobbies are. So without further ado, my guest for episode 125 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast is AEW's Blakely, AKA Shoot Taylor, on the US Independence. And here we go. Let's get in enjoy my guest today from across the pond it is a guy known on the independent circuit as shoot taylor but we've also seen you on aew against probably one of the men at the moment in pro wrestling hook going as blake lee that is your alias in aew and a student you know someone who's graduated from the nightmare factory which is held in such high regard in world wrestling How are we, shoot How's things, man? I'm well, man. I can't complain. Thank you for having me. It's all good. It's all good. Now you were trained. You were trained in 2019. Obviously, you sent me some bits and pieces on on, on your career. How how was it? You know, initially uh, learning learning your craft, man.
0: Um, I was I, I did amateur wrestling in high school, so uh, professional wrestling was one of those things that kind of came natural to me. Um. Not saying I didn't have to work at it at all, but in 2019, when I first started, I was still in high school. So I would uh, literally get out of school, go straight to amateur wrestling practice, and then that would end, and I would go to professional wrestling practice, and then I will wake up and do it again every day. So that was kind of my schedule, my senior year in high school, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be trained by a guy named Jason Kincaid early on. um, Teddy Long, Heath Slater, um, before eventually going to the Nightmare Factory and everything taken off from there
1: how how was it with teddy and heath i've had the pleasure i've, I've met heath when i've been at wrestlemania how was how that for you like the wealth of knowledge that them two have in the business i bet it was amazing
0: priceless priceless uh that that type of knowledge man you you can't really pay for it, you know those those guys are great guys number one and and they're just an endless learning tree of knowledge and professional wrestling yeah
1: what are some of the stuff, uh, some of the things you can take away from, like any any advice that stays with you from Teddy Long, a man that has been synonymous in the business for so many years?
0: Actually, yes. Um, Teddy Long was the guy that I still say to this day gave me the best advice ever in professional wrestling, and he told me it's just like wrestling is just like one of those big Vegas wheels, and eventually, you know, it'll follow your name and you'll get your shot. Everyone gets their shot, but it's it's all about. Usually, who stays around the longest, and that, that, that always stuck with me.
1: Was Teddy teaching you more like psychology of it, how to talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 believed in me a lot sooner than I believed in myself. Um, but obviously, with my amateur background, he would he gravitated towards that so much, and he tried to instill in me that I'm the real deal and to let other people know that I'm the real deal. It's
1: amazing. amazing. What about he? anything that you took away from Heath slater i'm
0: sure he was- slater meant everything everything um you know he was with wwe at the time so he I, I think he came to the school probably like a handful of times um and when he was there we would just get to uh, wrestle matches in front of him and he would critique our matches but the, the things that he would say is like little things that you wouldn't even think of and then but someone with that much experience would just say something as small as making this facial expression or or something really small it, you'll be like oh man i didn't even think of that
1: i was on bourbon street i've got a quick story i know you know i'm here to talk I'll to see you but it's a heave slater story. So you're gonna love this right i'm on bourbon street wrestlemania 30 weekend we're having a great time it was amazing mardi gras being the week before the way it fell so everyone was still mm. partying the next week down there man anyway this bar sure. right this bar had Hulu. They were streaming uh main event, I think it was. And and yeah. we're just we're just in there. Heath Slater's match just happens to be on. I hear from the back, he's walked through into this bar. Why are you not watching my match, man? I said, Well, I'm I'm having a i dr- <laughs> I'm having I'm having a drink, Heath. I said, I'm having a drink, but I said, I'll watch it now, you're here. And he's just shaking his head, man. Oh but,
0: dude, that's what the kind of guy Heath is. He's hilarious.
1: He's good fun, man. He goes, uh I can't have a photo because you're gonna put it on Twitter and you'll get me in trouble. So I couldn't have a photo with him. He wouldn't, right he wouldn't let he wouldn't <laughs> let me have a he wouldn't let me have a snapshoot, you know what I mean? Oh. I, was it like, come, like I was like, come on, man, give it give me some of that. But yeah, no, he he was nice. He, he was he was really kind to us, yeah. man. So that's that's what it's all about. Because you know, there's guys there's guys in the business I know. I've met I've met some people and you know I've had photos of yeah. certain talent. They're not um they're not receptive to the fans as such? Yeah, 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 what, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, there is. What do you think on that? Uh, I think
0: I heard William Regal say it best. I was listening to uh, his interview on Talk is Jericho and uh, you know, he, he was saying how he didn't like the term mark. It was just such a derogatory term and use for people who spend their hard-earned money to support you. And I think the fans, I mean, without the fans, without anyone, you know, we can't do what we do without the fans, without the promoters, without our peers. You know, we we all help run this machine that is professional wrestling. And I think the more, I mean, we already are kind of a small niche community compared to the overall global world. So I think the more we can stick together and just be kind to one another, the the bigger and better this sport will be.
1: I know, I know it's an age old thing as well. Uh, you know, to a certain extent, you know that the, the fans, the fans are paying the wages. I know there's ever means. Absolutely. Mean, I know there's ever means of generating money within wrestling, but you know, it, it, it's it's kind of cliche, but it, it's the truth. Uh, what, it's, what, it's what the honest truth?
0: truth? Yeah.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, also, I've got to say, with you being at the Nightmare Factory, obviously, QT Marshall, huge influence on you obviously we saw you on AW as Blakely how how's QT Marshall and you know we see him fleetingly on AW but as as a coach as a mentor for you how how was QT man
0: uh QT Marshall's changed my life man uh as you would assume um but just once again another guy that endless knowledge endless knowledge like QT Marshall i think is really underrated you know as far as how good he really is like He's levels above, levels above a lot of people in this business. And yeah, being able to not only uh, debut for AEW as QT Marshall's number one student, but also uh, to team alongside with him in the factory on um, AEW Dark is, is an experience that I will cherish for the rest of my life.
1: Amazing, man. I, I, it's just so good. It, the opportunities that you've had, man. And it's yeah. amazing, amazing. I'm very, very fortunate, man. It's cool, man. Though it's cool that you're humble about it as well. You know, that come that comes across. It's that's that's cool, man. That's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, uh, I, I'm very blessed to be able to do what I get to do, and uh I, I don't take it for granted at all.
1: How about Mr. Rhodes? I'd be remiss if I didn't speak about Cody. Okay. Just your interactions with Cody and what he's helped you with.
0: Cody uh, one another guy who uh, did amateur wrestling, so uh, he he kind of understood me from the from the start and uh, taught me little things to to kind of get that amateur wrestling over in the ring. But most importantly, Cody is a real big promo guy. So we would have promo days and he would sit in the room one by one, uh, guys would come in, do a promo for Cody. And he would give them critiques. And we would be there for hours. And Cody would listen to everyone's promo and then go on for, like, 30 to 40 minutes critiquing people's promos one by one. Like, the guy really cares about the details. And he's a big promo guy. And he really helped us elevate our promo game. And Cody's one of those guys, too, where, I mean, the son of Dusty Rhodes, he's done everything in the business. And, you you know, he's still acts as if he's just a regular person or just like everyone else. You know, he, he a- answers every question. He'll stay and talk to you for hours. Cody's one of those guys that is still humble, even the heights that he's reached in this business.
1: It's amazing. I'll tell you what, so unfortunate with this injury, the timing of the injury, man, because the, yeah. program, the program with Seth and him coming back, unreal. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and to be able to do what he did in, in the Hell in the Cell the other week, man, with that injury... Uh, top
0: tier performer top tier performer I
1: bet, you, I bet you couldn't believe what you were seeing some of the stuff he was able to pull off you know but when I saw that
0: I, I'm like that's Cody that's that's just Cody man he really loves his business and he'll do anything to make sure the product is good and, and, and that even means you know risking your own health to go out there and put on a show for the fans that's Cody
1: that's it man that's it no nice 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 stories about Cody there man absolutely absolutely yeah, man. now you took on hook and there's been a lot of emphasis on hawk he's been thrown in hasn't mm. he and, and he's he's done fantastic you got to face him at rampage how was that how, how was it getting in there with him
0: uh so it it was uh that that whole thing kind of took place really fast uh, I, I started training at the nightmare factory three weeks later i was presented with that opportunity i didn't really know anyone there i barely knew qt marshall at the time and uh they, they just had they had a spot for me and I had to you know immediately get on the plane uh I was I was informed that Monday I think and I had to immediately get on the plane to to go do Rampage because it was a it was a pre-tape so I think we did it on uh Wednesday I believe but uh yeah it, it was just a, a real big culture shock for me you know just starting at the Nightmare Factory having to get on the plane go to Atlantic City New Jersey and uh and the, the crowd, man, you know, Hook is one of those guys who the crowd is like really invested in everything he does. So it's impossible to have a bad match. I mean, we, we just went out there and they and they were they loved him so much that that it made everything that I was involved with much better. You know, I didn't really have to do anything. And it, it was an amazing experience, man.
1: How good is he? You've been in there, Mono mono I'm just a fan. At the end of the day, but mm-hmm. I, I always, I always stress this when I get you guys on. So I, I, like to hear the wrestler's psyche in there. But yeah, how how good is the guy? What did you take away? What what was what was good? What was amazing? What he could do in from your perspective? Oh
0: yeah, oh Hook is great, man. He's uh, he's amazing. Um, I mean, and you would assume with the the learning tree that he's on. I mean, he, he's also learning from QT Marshall and and Taz, you know. So I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, Hook's amazing
1: cool, man. That's cool. How about you? I've got to get back to you now. Independent Wrestling Network champion, heavyweight champion. I saw a promo. Yes. I saw your promo, man. I've got to say, very, very good. Like you can hold your own. You. you can hold Thank your you. own on the stick, man. And that—that's probably a lot of the times people struggle with the character side, don't they? I've got to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not just blowing smoke here, shoot, either fantastic promo with, with the gold Thank you, man. Thank with you. the gold over your shoulder how how is it for you being able to you know present yourself not just in the ring but out the ring on promos uh
0: one of those things that didn't too much come naturally with me um like i said cody helped a lot on those promos but you know for me i i had to get over the the fear of uh looking stupid or the fear of uh, being embarrassed and kind of stepping outside of that comfort zone, and like all good promos say, you know, it's yourself turned up to ten. And, and once I tap into that, and I started doing a little bit of acting, the promos kind of came uh, better for me. And, and now I think I do okay.
1: Who else influenced you on that? Obviously, I know you had promo class with Cody, as you alluded to earlier. Which guys inspire you? You know, your character, who who you draw from. Who, who you know
0: uh so me growing up in the early 2000s uh cena was my guy um and you know i don't i still think between john cena the rock and rick flair those guys who i kind of study for promos unmatched unmatched i mean those guys promos on 100 you know what i mean so yeah definitely john cena though mainly
1: What in, what what drew you? What what was it with Cena when he was on, on the mic, the verbal side? Uh, I
0: don't know. It, it everything seemed authentic. You know, it didn't seem like John Cena was playing a character. It, it it honestly seemed like it was himself turned up. And I I truly I didn't ever get to meet John Cena, but I feel like that is him when when he's on a promo. You know, it doesn't seem like that's a character at all. And just the emotion that he pulls from those promos, man, it it, it make you truly feel everything he's saying
1: it's great having him back on on tv last week for the 20 year anniversary yeah, right. i bet you love that
0: yeah i did it made me feel a little bit older but i'm like oh wow you know yeah so he was my guy growing up so doesn't
1: seem doesn't seem like he's been around 20 years man but when you look at, it look at the man. guy look what the guy's done what he's accomplished I, I i've got nothing but respect i know he splits opinion uh you know they, yeah. they did they didn't turn him back heel there was years of it, wasn't there? Yeah. You need to turn him heel. They stuck to their guns. I know he was heel early on. I remember obviously word life and all that. But um, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't. They, they kind of didn't take on board what some of the sections of the wrestling fan were saying, did they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I think too, John Cena. I feel like he should be in everyone's top five. I'm just gonna say that. That may be controversial for some people, but I really think it shouldn't be. You know, like I feel like John Cena is one of those guys too. And you can see with the prime example of the uh, twenty-year anniversary, he's gonna truly get his flowers like when, once it's all said and done. Like you know, he 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 splits the crowd now. He splits the crowd when uh, he was wrestling in the ring. But when we when we actually look back over John Cena's career, we're gonna say, "Wow!" Like he was one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time.
1: I, like remember him putting Sheamus over in the? Uh, I think it was uh, TL, TLC TLC pay per view two thousand nine. I think it was. Man, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he always—it he, he wasn't just about himself, was he? A bit, a bit like uh, reminiscent of Cody's run in AEW. He I believe put, so. Yeah. He put the younger, he put younger talent over. Uh, so Absolutely. you can't, you can't, you can't knock the guy, man. That that side of it, can you?
0: No, not at all.
1: Who else you, who else do you love to watch? Past, present, even into the future, man. Some of the guys um, that, that you like to watch yourself.
0: I like to watch Kurt Angle, um, Brock Lesnar for Realism, uh, William Regal. Uh right now I I'm a big fan. I don't know if you're gonna ask dream match questions, uh, but I might as well go into that because uh the guy the three guys that I watch a lot now are three of my dream matches, and that's uh Brian Danielson, Jonathan Gresham and Daniel Garcia. I've gone on record saying this before and those are the three guys that if I can get to have those matches, man, I'm set.
1: You and you and the octopus—that'd be a good good fight, man. That'd be a good bout. I
0: believe so. I believe so. He's it's unreal. He's
1: he's unreal. He's unreal. I know he's done really well. Yes. At, uh, pro- we've had we've had him over here for progress in the UK quite yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. He's done it. He's amazing. He's amazing for a man of his size as well. You know. I know the business has changed and, you know, I'm the guy, just what he's able to do, just what he's able to yeah. do. It's just yeah. <laughs> You're always going to see new stuff.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I got a chance to train with him, man. And we got to roll around and kind of mat wrestle a little bit, man. And just <laughs> the things that that guy knows, I mean, he can get out of everything, man. It, it, it's crazy. It,
1: your, it, your amateur background must have helped you there, though. Anything, you know, the map yeah, bait. Well, he, he had an amateur background as well. Yeah. So, you
0: know, he's just, just shooter shooting in there, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's ace, man. That's ace. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, just to, to extend off it, um, other guys, other guys, maybe, you know, current current guys that you, you've been around, maybe who you haven't taken on yet. Maybe people on, on the indies, on the independent level that you'd like to take on
0: um hmm. uh rob martyrs is a, a guy that i i think i should uh get in there with uh i i wrestled lee moriarty in a, a four-way eliminator match i would love to have a one-on-one with that guy uh that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it right now on my list yeah, I think those I think those two are matches up. Fred Yeah. Fred Yeah is another one. Yeah, he's he's another guy that I it's just that style, man. That that style I really love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's about it.
1: That's cool. That's cool, man. That was a good list. It's a good list, man. What about the road life on the road? I love asking you guys this. And for the most part, you guys love, you know, going to new places, seeing a bit, you know, of the cities, mm-hmm. the towns that you're in. Some guys are a bit, oh, I didn't like being on the road. I mean, this is guys from like, you know, the 80s and stuff that have been on some of the old timers. But yeah, for yourself, yeah. shoot, Taylor, being on the road, how, how'd you find it, man? And, and the miles and stuff?
0: Uh, I think. It it depends on, like, who you're riding with. Like, I, 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 I don't like to travel alone, but, man, I've been uh, in the car with Baron Black, and uh, that's my guy. So uh, it, it makes the trips a lot easier, man. You know, we get to talk it up, you know. We talk video games. We talk rap. We talk wrestling. We get to watch things, man. We just cut up the whole time, man. We went to let's see Dallas for Mania Week. We go to Alabama. We've been to uh, – Richmond, Virginia, North Carolina. We we travel. Me and a uh, Baron. So it's yeah. I, I love the role of life with that guy, man. That's my guy.
1: I've got a I've got a speech about Dallas because I was there in 2016 for WrestleMania, the last WrestleMania I attended. Uh, yeah, how, mm-hmm. how how was Dallas for you, man?
0: Uh, they don't know how to drive there. I, I'll say <laughs> that controversially. Uh, <laughs> But I I love Dallas, man. That was my first Mania week, so seeing all of that was like wow. Like I didn't know this many people enjoyed wrestling. You know, you don't really get to truly see how much of an impact this this thing we do have on people until like you're at something like a Mania week, where there's a lot of people who travel from all over the world to be in one area, and there's all type of conventions going on. What really tripped me out, man, that it was like multiple wrestling shows going on at one time in different places and they were all yeah. sold out I, that blew my mind
1: um, you know what i mean it's grown as well man because i i was yeah. at Res- i was at wrestlemania 24 in orlando 08 right not mm-hmm. not no because it was the first trip there was no WrestleCon or anything going on you know uh, they had wrestlemania right. wrestlemania access was at universal outdoor uh to mm-hmm. see where like you say how you've seen it this year the the multiple events that are going on man it was never like that years ago and i'm only going back like 14 15 years ago it is crazy isn't wow. it to see what it, what it's all about now
0: oh it's it's wild man it's wild wrestlemania we can get crazy and that that was just my first one so i can only imagine what the future holds for that thing you, it's only going to get bigger
1: did you get to wrestlemania or were you just busy with bookings
0: i did actually uh mm-hmm. i i got to wrestlemania with uh I went with Baron. Um, he got. He ended up getting tickets last minute from the the owners of Progress, um, and we yeah we got to see day two of WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. How was it, man? Standout moments for was, yourself. I know there was a lot. It, it delivered. It did deliver both night on both nights. Uh, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Day two. It, it was. Uh, I, I felt the emotion when Triple H kicked off the show. Uh, I, I was so proud of Austin Theory because he came from Atlanta as well. Uh, and <laughs> the I saw the stunner on Vince McMahon live. That was <laughs> the, the greatest thing I've ever seen live. Yeah, that 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 was, and that was also my first WrestleMania too. So the oh, whole man. the whole thing
1: was you did well. Great. You did well to witness what you witnessed, man. Honestly, and yeah. uh, what did what did you think of the stadium? Because that that was my first time in Dallas six years ago for it. The state stadium is unreal, man. Whatever unreal. anyone can say, D- forget the event for a minute here. You yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah. You look at the sheer magnitude of the stadium. It just you have to pinch yourself. I, I was pinching myself, uh, yeah,
0: man. Yeah, man. That many people in one place to watch wrestling, man. It really like does something to my heart, man. Because, like. I love this sport and to see so many people there to watch something like that, man, it just makes me feel good. And, and it just it, like you said, it's just unreal. unreal.
1: The video uh, screen, man, the sheer size of that above you, you know, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. I just, this is yeah. like you you guys in America, when you put an event on, like it eclipses, it eclipses what we do here. I tell you. Really? Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know what clash at the castle is going to be like when it comes here in um, August after SummerSlam, because yeah. Cardiff, the stadium, it's the capital, mm-hmm. s- capital of where I am. I'm in North Wales. Uh, but okay. I mean, 70,000 people. But I just don't know what it is. I think you guys just take it to another level. It doesn't matter what event it is. Yeah. Any sporting event shoot, you know, say say the uh, Super Bowl, amazing. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal, Super Bowl, yeah.
1: Now, you said you said you like rap, so... What rap artists are you liking, man? We'll segue out the wrestling for a moment. It's Okay. Cool to, it's cool to hear, you know, about your stuff outside the wrestling, man, what you like, what what makes you
0: uh, sick. So I feel like you can't go wrong with Drake. Uh, Drake's on my list. Uh, Meek Mill is on my list. Um, Nipsey Hussle is no longer with us, but I still, his music is timeless. I listen to him. Uh, who, do I, who do I got? I, I listen to an artist named Kevin Gates. A lot of people... Don't really know him, but I, I listen to. I enjoy his music. Let's see who else. Who? J Cole. J Cole is big on my list um, as far as lyricists goes. Uh, and there's an Atlanta artist named Lil Baby who's uh, kind of becoming more mainstream and global recently. His his music is really good. You got to put me on some UK artists, man. I don't I don't really listen to. I'll, send, UK I'll,
1: music. I'll send you some Obet rap. Rap isn't my, you know. I'm not the most well-versed in rap, obviously. I, okay. I like, I like, I like the old, I like the old-school rap myself. But yeah, there is, there's some good. We've got some good guys, and yeah, and and you can tell they're British. Uh, years ago, mm-hmm. rap artists over here were trying to sound American. Uh, yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you know what I'm sure. saying. But now you can tell that person's from the UK. I, I, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some good. I'll send you some stuff over, man. Absolutely. I know I have a, a KSI song on my. Playless right okay in. yeah he, he's done a lot man celebrity boxing that man uh, he's 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 done very well man he's done very well
0: he he and logan paul logan paul just signed with wwe that's crazy
1: what do you think about that what's your perspective on that him coming in obviously i know he's done really well he did well tag yeah. he did really well with tagging with miss at mania so, yeah. he was fantastic what do you think yeah i'm here for it. it that's that's cool
0: I'm here for it, man. Like, I, I was a fan of Logan Paul even before all of the, mm-hmm. the WrestleMania thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's natural for him. He, he's, a, he's an entertainer, you know. He, it, what professional wrestling is, it mixes athletics with theater, and this guy is an athlete and an entertainer, and it's just the perfect combination for him. I think I think it would do well, too. Yeah, a lot of people are uh, very judgmental of it, but, you know, I mean – That's what this is. That's what WWE is. It's always been uh, the world leader in entertainment, you know, and there's always been celebrity crossovers and there will always be celebrity crossovers. Mm -hmm. But I think Logan Paul is going to be a little bit different. I think he's going to shock a lot of people and, and do very well.
1: Bad, bad Bunny did well when he was when he was doing bits and bobs. Yeah, he did. The guy, yeah, yeah, to be yeah. fair to the guy, like you know, I was a bit like oh, I'll I'll be honest. It's like what what's he doing? Why are they booking him? But then he made a believer out of me once I saw what he it can made do. Made sense right away. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> I, shoot, I was very dismissive. I was like, "What's he doing in the wrestling ring?" You know, I, I saw my yeah. arse a little bit. But no, mm-hmm. to be fair to Bad Bunny, he made a believer out of me when I was being very negative about him prior. He did well. Yeah. The guy did well. Yeah,
0: I was saying I uh. Uh, before I got into the business, I, I I didn't like and understand the celebrity crossovers at first, but now, like, with sales tickets, and, and and I understand, like, those guys are global household names, so it only helps the business, you know? It only brings more eyes to the to the space, so I, I get it. I get it now, so I'm I, all here for it.
1: I respect that. Especially
0: if they take it serious, you know? And, yeah. and actually put in the training and do it, yeah. you know?
1: At least, at least Jake Paul's not coming into the business, but hey, that, that could... That, I, i'll be here for that too man I, I, the I, 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 he's a he's a prick <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, brother doesn't that make a great heel it's what i was about to say but i tell you what tyson fury t- he doesn't want to get into a verbal tirade of tyson fury no disrespect like oh, yeah, no. uh t- t- tyson you. tyson uh, lay, lay the little bastard to wait, but yeah i like i don't mind logan i don't mind logan but on the flip side of jake paul Um, him promoting boxing, I get that, and he speaks very well. I just don't like I just don't like this crossover into boxing.
0: I think this is gonna and this is just me, man. I think this is finally put away the critics on Jake Paul, man. Okay. This is this is first time fighting an actual boxer, yeah. And I think he's gonna do well. So uh, was, I'll be hitting you up after he wins.
1: Yeah. I, res- shoot, I, res- <laughs> hey, you, I respect your opinion, man. Of course, hey, yeah, hey that, that's fine. It's good. Apples and oranges, as they say, you know, it is good. It is yeah, good. Yeah. It is good. What about other combat sports? Do, do you catch UFC?
0: Oh yeah, man. I'm, brother, uh, I'm I'm a combat sports fanatic. Uh, I love boxing. I love MMA. Um, I try to study everything. Um I just saw the Edison fight. I think uh did you get
1: to see that fight at all? I, I'm I'm a little bit behind Um I literally I've got okay. to, I've got I've got a couple of days now where I'll be able to, to catch it. I saw the entrance. Okay. I saw I saw his end uh, undertaker, it, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, the guy the guy's unreal. And you know, the fact that he went up to face uh Jan, you know, he went up a weight to face Blahobich. And you know mm-hmm. he, he he took a loss, but he's against a naturally bigger guy. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. The, the, guy, the guy's not frightened to um, to give it a go. But at middleweight, he, he's unparalleled. He's unparalleled. Even the guy you.
0: he uh, even the guy he just fought, uh, you could tell like as far as frame goes, like the guy was a lot bigger than him, so it was it was uh, it was mm-hmm. harder for him to you know really do what he do in in the fight game. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could tell he kind of had to adapt in that fight, and he did well. Keeping the distance and just popping the jab when he needed to, uh, and he surprised me because he was—he had really good, you know, technique in the clinch. He had so great uh, a takedown defense on a guy that looked so much bigger than him.
1: Now it's ama- he's amazing. It, it's his reach. It reminds me of uh, John Jones. Where he's got a massive, you know. Head. I
0: just said this. Yeah. I just said this to someone. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. That that is always going to help you, you know. And not to say mm-hmm. they're not skilled; they're very well skilled. They can do a bit of everything. Yeah. Look at John Jones, man. If he if he was coming up against a guy that had that particular style, he would change the way he yeah. fought and he'd fight that person's style to show he was better. Mm-hmm. And Adesanya the same, man. And and you know, what do you what do you think that fight will look like? Those two, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, well. I think we're going to see John Jones up at heavyweight first, though, aren't we? By the sounds of it, big mm-hmm. Stepe, mm-hmm. big Stepe, Miocic, and John Jones. But it's a shame. It's yeah. a shame with John Jones shoot just all the stuff that's happened outside the cage. Because look how many yeah. fights! Look how many fights we haven't seen f- through the through the right. stuff that he's done outside, man. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate, man. But that, John Jones is, uh, I think, one of the greatest of all time um, in, in, in the MMA space. That fight, if he. I wanted to see the fight with Brock. I thought they were talking about that was going to happen I, like that's, a few that's, years that's, back.
1: That's news you know, to me, but yeah, Brock... <laughs> I think he just pulls in that much money from WWE now I don't think he needs to, to do it yeah does yeah. And, and yeah the, well, does he need to do anything he can go back to the farm up in Canada if he wants and just yeah, chill, right. chill, chill up at the farm on but what, what do you think about him and Reigns fighting again at SummerSlam because a lot of people are saying we've seen it 777 times I don't mind I don't mind it's a different stipulation um uh, people, I, I just tend to ignore people on the internet now.
0: Well, we've we've seen it a lot, but but at the same time, it's it's different every time we see it. You know, um I was I was just watching the 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 mania build up they had a while ago, and uh, it it was it was like two completely different people. You know what I mean? Those guys are good at reinventing themselves. Roman is reinvented himself times 10 I mean he's doing he's putting out his best work right now I believe um, And yeah like with guys that good you know we can see it a million times you know it will still be great because that type of wrestling will stand the test of time you know and so I'm, I'm here for it I'm here for it for sure
1: and how you know how does Austin Theory come into the mix now he's got the briefcase because he's got a whole year ah, he's got a whole does, year does. now he can he can sit tight he can wait I've I've heard other stuff. I've heard Cody would come back from the injury, beat Roman, and then Austin Austin Theory would then cash in on Cody. This is what I, I've read some I've read some bits and pieces until it happens. What a time
0: to be alive! It,
1: it's people speculating, isn't it? Because uh, you know, yeah. but they, they, I I could see that. But then you have got Seth Rollins. There's still the story arc there with him and Cody. So where does he figure? Mm-hmm. There's so there's so many wow. ways. There's so many ways the story can go, man.
0: And that's the beauty of professional wrestling. And if the fans would just sit back and enjoy the show and not yeah. try to write the show, brother, it makes it so much easier and so much fun for everybody, you that's know? So There's cool. endless possibilities.
1: Shoot, what have you got in terms of bookings, shows that are coming up, man, to tell the audience, tell the viewers and the listeners? I'd love you to, you know, let them know where you are. Uh,
0: this weekend, I'll be in Cell, a, a Alabama for New South Pro Wrestling. Um, I have battle slam coming up i have uh i'll be in the at the two AEW tapings in georgia savannah and duluth uh, on the 13th and the 20th i believe and i'll be back in orlando for AEW dark amazing so i'm pretty booked up this month man i I think i have everything everything every week every weekend
1: i'm i'm Chef, sure for you, man. You know, getting, getting. Obviously, the bookings you're getting, and also, obviously, being around AEW with what's going on there. It's just, it's a pinch okay. yourself. It can only be a pinch yourself moment for yourself, man.
0: Yeah, it is, man. It, it, every day I get to do what I love to do is a pinch myself moment, man. And I'm just, I'm just extremely grateful,
1: man. Perfect, man. Perfect. My guest today from Georgia all the way in the good old US of A. It is Shoot Taylor, also known as Blake Lee in AEW. And as you've just heard, he will be on AEW. You get to see him. So, yeah, thank you so much for sparing the time and coming on Stu's wrestling podcast today, man.
0: Thank you for having me, man. This was fun. This was fun.
1: What a story, early on in his career there from Blake Lee. You know, the tutelage of Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall at the Nightmare Factory, and just the insight that you get. And his background, you know, amateur wrestling, it's given him a good basis going into pro wrestling. And it's just lovely to hear a guy, a young guy in the business talking so fondly of the guys that are training him now as well. So yeah, humble, humble to the core is Blake Lee, Shoot Taylor, and it was just lovely to get him on and hear his story very, very, very early into his career in pro wrestling. We'll be back for episode 126 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast very, very soon. Please check out some old episodes. Check us out. Check out some of the old school WWF, WWE, WCW guys I've had on the show. I've also had authors, writers who wrote in pro wrestling for many, many years as well. Go check us out. Go and have a look through the back catalogue. It's nearly three and a half years now since I've been doing the show. And it's just amazing to see how far I've come as a person doing the show and having Chris Dutton editing the show as well. Big, big thanks to Chris Dutton. And we will see you very, very soon for episode 126 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.